Hey. Gentlemen. Hey. Season <laughs> four. Season four. We're oh, here. Yeah. We made wow. it, guys. We're like Stranger Things. <gasps> oh, no. Yes, oh, we are. We're just, Let's we're, roll yeah, the cake push. <laughs> yeah. Drop, drop in season four in summer of 2022. That's Boom. right. Does it uh, yeah, does yeah. that bode well for us? I still haven't watched. I would say so. it was a massive success, bro. Well, I, I know mean, that. I know I, that. That doesn't I mean it's going to be good. my favorite season, honestly. I don't think anything touches the first season of that show. Oh, no. It was such like, a, it was, yeah, the, it was so good. Yeah. And ever, ever since then, it's like they're just chasing that dragon. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's just the same shit over and over again. Is it? Yeah. Is it? it I was kinda, really. Like, it just can't not be. It has to be. <laughs> you know? But it's I don't still know. That's what makes, that's what makes really you appreciate. It, like, that's what makes you appreciate really, really good writing is when they do find a way to, to take the novelty of the first season and turn it true. into something like cool on its own. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's kind of the, the bane of a, what was probably supposed to be just a one season novelty show. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah, just know. an homage to Stephen hey, King. Hey guys, remember the eighties? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <right>. You know? <laughs> and then check they're like, this, Oh, oh crap. Check out this pink little stereo that your mom probably had. Right. Yeah, those brothers <laughs> wanted to make the first season. They wanted that to be the Stephen King movie. They never got to see as a kid. There you go. Mm-hmm. There that you was go. like their goal. Yeah. And then, yeah. Um, Three seasons. Anyway, that's later. why we're here to talk about Stranger Things. That's what's Not happening in season four. No? <laughs> Not at all. Oh, okay. We already did that. <laughs> we did do that once, didn't we? But, no, but, no, hey, no, but season four. That's that's what got us kicking. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Season here four. we are, season four. And you know, it would we would be remiss if we didn't mention the fact that Greg is on like super low latency right now for the yeah, first time in like three weird. weeks. And Where are you? Are clothed? Oh. <laughs> I thought you were actually telling me about an actual technical issue that there was actual latency well no it is it's true it's true it's not instead of us asking you a question and there's like a half a second delay between you hearing it and responding giving us a hilarious response um now it's now it's like we're all in the same room again oh perfect oh lovely yeah good no it's great good good that's what it is notable yeah right on well yeah i'm i'm back in the states hey um so after yes, we're, we're, doing, we're doing 157 today, right? It's 157. Yes. Good. Good. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm on track. So one episode 156, I was in uh, Cyprus. Yes, on, vaca- on vacation, quote unquote. Except I had to record the podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that, <laughs> so yeah. sorry, buddy. That's what made it so, not a vacation. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry to take an hour no, of your time. I'm kidding. I'm between <laughs> day drinking and playing soccer on the beach. My bad. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Hold on. I gotta go. I gotta think of a topic real quick. I'll just talk about you guys. Hey, what's all your names? Hurry up. Yeah, hurry up. Wait, hold on. Make a spreadsheet real quick. Stare over. Yeah. Um, but yo, it. Oh my God. What a what a week. Yeah. I mean, it was it, it was a European, you know, extravaganza. Uh, Kaz and I went. Well, I I don't know. Should I should I, should I just. I'll give, you, I'll, give you, I'll give you the I'll just give you the quick. All right, all right. You guys will laugh about this. I'm so, season four, we're just letting we're just cares? letting it all hang out. Yeah, right? let it, right? Let's let it hang out. Who's stopping us? Mm. I don't know. Uh, let's just know. do live streams from here. Stop on, on, on this legal zoom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let me, so, so let me give you guys the lowdown because we recorded the the last, episode one fifty six, and uh, that was about the late afternoon for me on mm-hmm. Cyber's time, mm-hmm. right. morning for you guys. It was bright and And uh, we had one last dinner and, you know, hang out there. Suvlaki, as I recall. Suvlaki. Suvlaki, yeah. as it was. Yeah, you know what? I was incorrect about that. There's a difference between Suvlaki and Suvla. We had Suvla that night. Mm. We had Suvlaki the first night. We had Suvla the last night. Okay. I see. Bigger portions. Huh? Bigger portions. Yeah, yeah. I see. Okay. <laughs> it was very yummy. It was, the, it, was, it was amazing. It was really good. The next day, Kaz and I were scheduled to take a trip from Larnaca mm-hmm. in Cyprus mm-hmm. to Athens to Bordeaux. Okay. Nice. And then in Bordeaux, we were going to get on a train out to the country, uh, to like the middle of nowhere. And my uncle's mm-hmm. going to pick us up and take, it, take us an hour more into the middle of nowhere in France, nice. where my family nice. has an old kind of cottage, if you will. Awesome. That I've, that I've been to since I was a kid. So anyways, nice. <clears throat> we... Got to the airport, and they forced us. We we actually had done everything in our power to travel as light as possible because we'd heard mm-hmm. all these horror stories about checked bags getting lost, sure. and oh, they what? forced us to check them anyway mm-hmm. because oh. they said they that like the weight limit was 
you know, eight, over. Kil- eight kilograms, which is like not that much mm-hmm. for a rolling for a rolling bag. Yeah, it's like um, twenty pounds or something like that. Yeah, you know, it's and so we were like a little bit over, and it's like, well, it, it, it didn't make sense to like kind of try to transfer into our. But anyway, the point is, you can see where this is going. Larnaca to Athens, we and then Athens was you know you think Athens. I was imagining like Athens is gonna be like an amazing like even though we're just going to the airport. A hub. Yeah, it is like it, it was a complete mess. Yeah, like, I, I, I never yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen an airport quite as like yeah incompetent you know wow. <laughs> as this one. I was like, you gotta be kidding me! I thought that like uh, this is like the pinnacle of civilization. Yeah, that was you my know? recollection of the Athens airport as well. Okay, I've cool. never been, never been. So. Um, you know, it was beautiful flying in and out of there, but good lord. Um, <laughs> anyway, we ended up um, in Bordeaux, and the bags don't show up. Nope. <sighs> and I was like, "Oh god, <laughs> this is bad." Yeah, <laughs> and um, you know, because we're about to go to the country, I don't even know the address. You know, I didn't think there was no reason for me to have it in our like itinerary because my Why uncle would was. You, dr- right? Yeah, I'm not Ubering there or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I was like, you know, the lady's like in French, you know, like, so where will you be staying? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I was like feeling like such like the worst traveler of all time. Anyway, we went ahead and um, just said, okay, well, here's our emails. You know, just let us know what happens with the bags, I guess. Uh-huh. You know, we're going to be in the country for three days and then we got to go. We actually got to come back through here to get to my cousin's wedding for the weekend. So in any case... So we you just, just cross your fingers and we hope just left that... there without our bags, and we yeah. were just like, oh, "Well, I guess we'll figure this out later." I don't know. Wow. And we and you know, so my uncle picks us up. You know, we take the train out to the country, and before that, we took a bus from the airport to the train station, and it was like an hour long, no AC in the bus, packed <laughs> full of people. I'm looking at Kaz, just like. <laughs> you know, like, well, can I pause you right here? Can yeah. I get a, ch- a checkup on your like your mental state at this point? Because I would be I'm absolutely okay. out of my I, mind. I was at this okay point. somehow. I had a. I, I was just like, if I, I think it was more of like when you reach that point. Uh, here's I. Here's what I. Here's what I was thinking. I was like, we. This is the time of the trip where we're about to stay in the countryside. Uh-huh. This is like the one time we don't need that many clothes. It's also like in the middle of a heat wave. Sure. But there's right. no like event there's no there's nothing planned there's uh-huh. no like fancy dinners or anything that you'd want the nice clothes or okay. whatever okay mm-hmm. i'm like we got the clothes on our backs and we've got like the important stuff in our carry-on like nothing okay uh, like our bags were just clothes you had passports there wallet you, you had all that yeah, stuff. yeah 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 phones yeah yeah phone wallet keys yeah we had that and then uh so we ended up at the train station where my uncle picked us up and you know he's, he sees us and I'm like Dominique notre valise ils sont pas arrivés <laughs> like our bags didn't show up non pas bagage on a pas de valise putain mais il faut que tu nous amènes au magasin you know like like, wait, like you gotta take us to a store like like what's open you know like is there is there like a Target that's open. <laughs> Target, I think is what they Target. Target. Now they don't have Targets in France, but they do have something similar. It's called Casino. And uh, Casino. <laughs> so we went to the Casino with 20 minutes left and we're like, just like running through the clothes. Getting kind of being together. like, all right, what, like three days worth of, you know, the basics. You know, like, uh-huh. let's get some underwear, let's get some socks, let's get some like, like one or two shirts, you know, like, We'll be you're fine. Not gonna wear it. You're not going to wear it. Greg's like Wait, coming up. What do you think? This one yeah. or this yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, <laughs> shut up and get some yeah, clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. The medium is a little tight on my chest. This may be a little fat, babe. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had, to, we had to really move. Bought some like flip-flops for six euros because I definitely wanted some flip-flops. I was wearing sneakers, you know. I was like, oh, uh-huh. it's, you know. Anyway. Gotta let them feet breathe. Exactly. So... We get to the country house and we're just like, all right, I guess, I don't know. Yeah, but luckily, Dominique was like, we have Wi-Fi here now. <sighs> all right. So that alleviated another problem, which was last week's file that <laughs> somehow I corrupted, you know, like trying to get to oh. you, Jay. And so luckily that we had Wi-Fi and I knew it existed. So I was able to f- track it down and get you a copy of that. Yeah, yeah so thank that- goodness. Yeah, listeners, we almost didn't have a podcast for you last week because... Mm. My stupid error, you know, Greg sends me his file from Cyprus, sends me a text saying, hey, 
buddy. Just want to make sure you got this file before I jet off to France. And who knows what the situation is going to be like over there. You know, doing his due diligence. He did every, everything mm-hmm, he could. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. Check my email. Same email I get from Greg every week. Same looking link. I'm like, yeah, it looks great, man. Thank you so much. Appreciate <laughs> it. Enjoy your time in France. <laughs> Next day, I go to actually download the file. And Apple's like... No, this file isn't here anymore. Yeah. Oh, I'm not familiar with this file whatsoever, I don't sir. Think that's where it should be. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then I had to do the uh, text of shame to Greg. Oh like, no, 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 not at all. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and cross my fingers that you were somewhere. You know, I don't know. What that France was the is. part there might that be was, still yeah, like Telegraph over there in parts of France. It's barren out there, bro. It is. <laughs> But except now they do have Wi-Fi and it, the Wi-Fi is pretty ripping because there's nobody right. else using it. You know, it's like a fiber optic cable or something. Like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so well, great. Well, I, I do have to. I do have to. Don't you want to know what happened to the bags? Hell yes. Of course. Okay. Of course. I didn't so, mean to say well, great. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> shut up now and let us start the podcast. <laughs> I I, I, well, I, great. I, Continue your story, please. Yeah. So, so we lived like farmers for a couple. They were like hand washing our clothes. <laughs> and shit. and uh, but it I was great, it. man. Like, you know, we were the like overalls. Eat. Yeah, my. My uncle, there's a pond nearby with crawfish mm-hmm. that's like infested with crawfish, and he's like way into like making crawfish. Oh, <laughs> so cool. he's like, yeah, it's like eating crawfish. And is that like aubergine, aubergines? Is that I, what they call I, them? I, I guess aubergine. That's what they call lobsters, I think. Aubergine. Yeah, it was called like écrevisse, is what he oh, kept calling okay. it. Les infest, l'infestation des monstres énormes. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> So we were uh, snacking on those, but we were, you know, having a lot of good food from that area and checking nice. out like old medieval stuff and like old Roman stuff, and just getting the, the vibe of that area that I kind of, you know, was part of my childhood. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, I could go on and on and on about that, but the whole time I was not getting any updates about the bags. We were there for like three days. Like, you know, they, they'd given me a, like a tracking thing and it's like the mm-hmm. same thing every day. Like tracing continues, check back later. I was like, come on guys. Like, you know what happened? It was, it was us and like, like, uh, like four other people like that were, that did that connection. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like just get the bags to Bordeaux and we'll figure it out, you know? Yeah. And I told you we had to go back there to head before to your the, cousin's wedding. Before, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and like just in the nick of time, I, Managed to finally catch somebody on the phone. They're like, "Oh, your bags are on a plane from Athens to Bordeaux." I don't have confirmation that they're from the airport yet, but they looks like they're on their way. I'm like, "Sweet!" And I was like, yeah. Yeah. "Like just in time," because there was no way I would have been able to like go back to the. You know, it would have yeah. been. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everything was really tight after that, so they would have had to try to get them back to us in LA. And so Oof. anyway, we we uh, we pulled back up to the Bordeaux train station. My cousin picked a, us up and took us to the airport. We, we actually like physically took them ourselves. Got the nice. And then we were yes. back on track. And so yes. it was the wedding and we had our duds and, you know, we were able to like, you know, really uh, get comfortable again. But it was it was hmm. a gnarly couple of days. I mean, it's always kind of weird <laughs> when you're like living, you know, it's when all your material stuff gets taken away, it's a little, oh yeah, you know, you know what I mean? It was a, yeah, dude. It was a, it was a, I'll look back on it fondly because- Don't forget it. I won't forget it for sure. And even though it kind of, it, it had that, obviously that moment or that, it had that feeling of like, ugh, cause it's like, sure. man, I came, I'm not here that often. I just want to really enjoy it. But all I can think about is like, what? Yeah. It's yeah. not even like, I'm not I, like, I really wish I had my bag. It's just like, what's going to happen to my bag? Where's my stuff? <laughs> Where's right. my stuff right yeah. now? Right. Like, that's the part that's annoying. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not about like, oh, I really want my stuff. You know, it's just more like, I, I, well, and, and at least it? you were in a, at least you were in a country where yes. you could passively speak the language, right? You know, that's yes. always like my nightmare of being in a country where. <sighs> yeah. Can, oh, no, no, no. I actually did yeah. much better than I thought. Uh, yeah, honestly. Right. Yeah. Because it had been a while, too, for me. It had been like eight years since I'd been in France. And that's when I, I have to be there before I can speak it well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. the first thing is me like trying to explain. Like, to the <laughs> You're lady, immediately like, put in a panic immediately situation. Immediately put yeah. in like this, like, oh, God, situation. Yeah. <laughs> first test. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, it all worked out. It was really great. And then, you know, uh, got made it to the cousin's wedding. 
cousin had me do like this whole bit where in the middle of their like first dance which was like celine dion like i like they got me a guitar and stuff and then like i like interrupted by playing all these like rock riffs oh and then like it went into like footloose and then like they had this whole dance prepared for footloose oh that's (laughs) awesome it was fun it was fun that's so cool they kept my ass up till like 5 a.m i was like so trying so hard not to do that but they're like literally like no we need greg back on the dance floor i was like no, come on no they're so excited you came i know and i was so excited yeah, to be there but i like i was a zombie by the end and then oh. like next morning it was just like come on greg we gotta go no more planes no more planes no more bags no more planes oh believe me that was like so that was the beginning of the whole lengthy 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 travel home trip back and, uh, yeah yeah but I mean, we made it you're back made you it. made it man yeah, you got yeah, all your yeah. stuff yeah you're settled back and i'm settled back yes everybody's happy right. and yeah still the jet lag will be gone by next week but uh there you go sorry to, there you go sorry to take up so much time to to <laughs> rattle it off but it's it has to be documented it, was, it absolutely uh, does it's, it's on the record because after this, I, yeah, I don't want. I don't want to think about the. You're the, gonna forget it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but I mean, I, I got have some. I do have some bad news for you, though, Greg. What's that? What's that? You're up first this week, no. so oh. you got more. Sorry, uh, listeners, you got to listen to another 20 minutes of Greg here coming up. Yes. Well, I'm gonna defer to you guys. It's it's. I have a, I have an idea. So, well, right. we can kick, we can kick this off. I, I, you know. Let's Unless do you it. guys have anything to say. I, I I say we do it. I got about What's 15 minutes. I could cover. You want me to just tell you about? I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I think we're all in agreement. Let's the eyes it. have it. Here we go. All right, all right, here we go. Yes, that's right. You are back <laughs> with us. You should check it out. Mm. Season four premiere. Year four. Year four. Commences. Commences. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I can't express to you guys how happy I am to be doing this with you guys. Me I too. have not lost an ounce of energy or no. enthusiasm for doing this podcast. I, it's, a, it's a miracle. I assume we still have listeners hey, out who there. Who cares? It's fine. And who cares if we don't? We get to he- hear Greg's crazy stories and, <laughs> and Nick's crazy stories and my crazy stories. And uh-huh. We get to have a good time. And we get to spend some time together. So. Let's keep going. Let's what do you do say? It. Uh, I'm, Let's do it. it. I'm in. I'm in. All right. I'm all in. Excellent. Beautiful. Well, guys, this is episode 157. Hell yeah, it Woo. is. And my name is Jed. I'm Nick. And I'm Greg. And we have an awesome show for you today. Greg is going to be uh, leading us down a uh, trip down uh, the glittering mm. sidewalks and roads of, of central Los Angeles. Mm. And, uh, you know, the mm-hmm. the movies, the, the stars. Where the holly is. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. That kind of stuff. Um, I'm going to be talking about an old software program that oh. uh, has been resuscitated. Well, nerd alert? Hey, no. Fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, this would be a good nerd alert. I don't know. I, I, nerd alert. I think this yeah, is yeah. had. A, I think it has a broader reach than I, nerd, I agree. nerd alert. I agree. And Nick, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uncovered an amazing article, which yeah. is extremely funny. And uh, I'm not going to spoil it any more than that. Oh, thank you. So, right on. If we're all in agreement, Craig. You're up first, buddy. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I, I, I'm not <laughs> going. I'm not, going I'm not going to be as much of a chatterbox as I have been. <laughs> oh, that's um, fine. So, I saw a tweet, um, and I, hmm, I won't be able to pull it up right away, but I, I might get it for uh, for the show notes. But it was basically asking folks, "What is your favorite song that was written?" inside a movie in other mm. words a fictional musical act in a movie writes a song yeah so hmm. it's composed it's not the same thing as like what's the not a uh, soundtrack song not a soundtrack song but rather like a song that's within the movie to the plot it's yeah it's in the movie and it's written inside the world of that movie right mm-hmm. right although okay. obviously it's not actually it's actually great written in our world great question okay right? sure yeah so i thought that was an interesting thing because i'm like that's kind of a limited it is world because first of all you have i mean not every movie most movies do not have musicians as characters and then even if they do will have that but here's some examples 
like uh, okay. a recent one is like uh, a star is born yeah you yes know? absolutely that's yeah, that yeah. Lady Gaga one. yeah 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 and but it's just still jason one. isbell contributed a bunch of the songs oh, 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 oh there you go i didn't realize that yeah and so th- that's the kind of thing that i'm looking for here yeah and uh, i i even came up with a name for this bit it's gonna be what? called oh, no. tinsel tunes tinsel tunes <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Ooh. Any boy. Alright, alright, that's enough. Yeah, thank you. Okay. That's tight. That's great. Yeah, good. Good stuff. Hollywood. Hollywood. <laughs> they don't sing them like that anymore. No, yeah. no they don't. For I, wonder why. Mm-hmm. I wonder why. Well, I can tell you, Greg, <laughs> that um, I know exactly where my mind went Ooh. whenever you issued really? this challenge to okay. us. But I'm not going to divulge that yet. But I, you can. It's along you can kick similar it off. lines. What? No, Jay, no, no. Jay, I'd, love, I'd love for you to I kick it I got an easy one. No, no. Oh, oh Nick. Oh, Nick. Yeah, yeah. I, that that thing you do. That that, that, oh, that was one, right? Yeah. That's one from my childhood. That's an excellent You love that pull. song. Yeah, That's an excellent I love that pull. song. You really love that song. <laughs> you doing that thing you do, breaking my heart into a million pieces, like you always do. That is Man. a great song. That is a great song. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It's a cheesy ass <laughs> movie. A cheesy pop song in the movie. The movie if, was okay. If you like slowed it down and took away the boom, bop, bop, boom, mm-hmm. it would be like a Elliot Smith song. There's like there'd be a lot <laughs> okay. of Elliot Smithisms yeah. in there. Do it's like the, the chordal. Thing you do. <laughs> there's a re- there's a recording of Elliot Smith playing a. You know, I don't know if you guys are all familiar with Elliot Smith out there, but mm-hmm. you know, kind of like. Wrote these beautifully like sad songs, yeah, sad bastard music. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, he's up there. He's like, um, "You guys want to hear a happy song or a sad song?" And everyone's like, "Sad song, sad song." <laughs> <laughs> Just like nobody gives a shit about his happy songs. <laughs> Poor guy. Oh my god. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. I just I got a couple of them. It always cracked me up. Yeah, all right. All right, all right. I got one for you. I think I think Nick loves this one as well. This is oh, from right. this is a Spinal Tap. Oh! oh spinal tap. Nick, this one. Yeah. Actually, you can tell uh, you I was know, not thinking hard enough. Any any of those Christopher Guest movies are going to yeah. have tons Mighty of wind. great calls. Mighty yeah. Wayne. Waiting for Guffman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Has a lot of great songs. Anyway. Um, Even Best in Show has that dumb Terrier song. <laughs> yes. You're right. <laughs> this one is by Spinal Tap. Stonehenge. Stonehenge. Beautiful. Oh, oh. classic. 
Five solo. I, I don't know what's a better creation, that song or Stonehenge, the actual place. <laughs> it's it's, a good it's debatable. It's debatable. Jay, what, different, different show. Jay, what, what was what was what was I, your I mean, pick? My mind goes to Christopher Guest. I can't I can't not go to Christopher Guest yes. movies. I can't okay, not. Good. Right. And my mind immediately went to Waiting for Guffman. <gasps> oh, good. And oh my God, one of my favorite songs of all time. Nothing ever happens on Mars. Oh, you guys are familiar with this yeah. song. Yeah. Oh my God! So if, this one. If, if you're not familiar with with the with the movie, <laughs> waiting for Let me just. Mars. This is the first oh, movie this after Spinal so Tap that they did, right? Uh, I think so. It's yeah. possible. Yeah. Yeah. This one. So, this, this is, yeah. Go ahead, Jay. Sorry. It's also like a fake documentary. Yep. Of course, all Christopher Guest movies are. But this one is about a. Um, they're trying to put on this this theater production in this small town it's a community theater yeah a community theater and there's supposed to be this big theater critic from new york coming down to review the show mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. everyone gets really excited about it and so <laughs> they finally get to put together the show and and the whole the play is about incidents that happened in this small town and uh this particular song um is about a alien sighting that happened back in the 50s <laughs> and so it's complete with like I anyway, I, I I'm just gonna play the thing. It's it's, it. it's fantastic. It starts with the with the uh, UFO, mm. the very crudely made UFO touching down. <gasps> Look, what is it? I don't know. It looks like one of them new feed storage bins. That ain't no feed storage bin. How did it get here? It must have flew. But it don't have any wings. But I, I guess, guess it, it just, just dropped. dropped. From somewhere up there. It must have flew. Do not be alarmed. We will not harm you. We come in peace from a planet far, far away. A place we call Mars. (laughs) I've heard of Mars. Where's that? Stand back and your queries will be answered. (gasps) Look out! Because the the audience is so into it. They're actually gasping. He hits his head on the door. <laughs> what do you want from us? Oh, good question, Earthlake. It seemed like it was time for a change. Time to take a trip to see the exciting places in the galaxy. For oh, you see, nothing ever happens on Mars. No sports or entertainment or strength in Mars. That movie changed my life. I'm not ridic- kidding. Like, I, I, I saw that. I saw it in high school, and I was like, I, I, I'd never seen anything like it before. Just because it was just so novel. Like the, it was, the idea of it was so novel. I and- just thought it was so funny. Yeah. And I, I, I yeah, I did like I, I just remember laughing so hard, and I was like, I gotta oh watch this God. again. And then just you know, cause it, yeah, at the time, like the, the fake documentary thing. Was not. It wasn't that. as overdone as it done as it is now. Yeah, it yeah. was ahead of its time. You know, yeah. like had the office didn't have you know exactly. shows like that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it was <gasps> it, it was really it really inspired me though big time. And then and so much yeah. of that stuff is them improving too, which is yeah. it's all really, improv. Yeah. Oh yeah. god, it's so at good. the time I was doing like <laughs> theater in high school too. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so okay. I was totally and I watched it with some of those people, like we'd heard yeah. it was cool. I think we rented yeah. it on video. Yeah, you yeah. know, and like and like watched it, and and I, I just and if you've like ever a, done theater, oh, yeah, then you really a, a know how funny local it. play. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. Oh, it's so nail on the especially head, especially because mm-hmm. like what you know, the one guy's taking it so seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's it's great. <laughs> if you haven't seen that movie, it's a classic. Waiting, Waiting for, for Guffin. Guffin. Yeah. Uh, Go see it. Yeah. Well, I, I okay, we're going a little, we're getting a little bit, a little bit fluffed up here, but I've got um, two more. <laughs> Two more Fluffed for up. you guys. Let's <laughs> defluff this thing. I, I yeah, am yeah, very yeah. fluffy. All right, here we go. Uh, yep. This is from Airheads. 
degenerated. Oh. You guys ever see Airheads with Brendan oh Fraser? Oh my god, Steve dude, this Buscemi was my second Adam choice. Sandler? After after okay. Christopher Guest, I literally thought Airheads. I don't know. That, I, I, I don't love know what I saw that movie. You've never seen Airheads? I don't think Nick? I have. It, it, you, should, you should put it on someday. It's pretty funny. It's it's not that great, but it's like an SNL movie about up? band. Okay. You it's got Adam Sandler and Steve Buscemi in it. You know. All right, let's do it. And Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Yes, I remember that. Degenerated. Yeah, Degenerated. It's, it's, it's not like that great. Like, you know, I'm not gonna be like, you gotta listen to this song. But it's a, it's a funny movie. It's, a, yeah. it's about a, it's about I'll, a, I'll, a funny it. movie. I'll check it out. It's a I bunch will. of losers in a metal band. And they like, they decide to like hijack the radio station. And yeah, it's classic, dude. It's, it's classic. awesome. Awesome. Yeah. All right. One more though. This is a little more recent. It's actually an Andy Sandberg movie that I don't know if everybody's seen. It's called Pop Star. Okay. I've not seen this. No. Yeah. Have you ever seen? Have you, you guys familiar with Andy Sandberg? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a funny guy, right? What, so oh, what, yeah. what was the name of the band? Oh, that, that SNL uh, did with Future um, Islands or something? What was Lonely that? Island. Not Lonely Future Island. Islands. Yeah, that's a different band. But a very good yeah. band, but yeah, uh, Lonely Islands. Yeah, yeah. So they had all those bunch. This could totally be a Lonely in a, Island in a song. In a box. Mm-hmm. I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. Yep. Um, there's a few others. I just in my pants. Yeah, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Um, this one is called, I think it's called Equal Rights. Equal Rights, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check this out if you haven't heard it. <laughs> oh, but wait, 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 wait. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Jay, oh, Jay, Jay. Nope. I got to preface this with like, he's playing a, like, kind of a, hmm, kind of like a Justin Bieber ish yeah. type of pop star. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Who's like trying I- to keep his career afloat, you know, and kind right. of succumbing to different, yeah, anyway. So, th- so this is like, 2016, so. All right, 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 cool. I get it. Discrimination, it ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gay, but if I was, I would want equal rights. I'm not gay, but if I were, I would marry who I like. It's not fair. I'm not gay. The government has to say in who can love who not gay or to which God you can pray on a gay. It makes me so angry on behalf of them. I feel passionate, not gay. So I pray for them and I say for them. We need to make a change, not gay. I see a clear as day. This area is not great titties. We need equality and for all to see that this is the new way. Not gay. It just seems not gay. Wrong, not gay. That no one seems to care. Sports, we can't continue to pretend. This not gay madness has to end not gay I was born this way Straight You were born your way Gay Gay straight, straight or gay It's all okay Sure It's time to make a change Yes It's time to stop the hate Uh, Who you are is beautiful Not gay Not gay Lying in bed next to ten beautiful yeah, that, that's pretty funny. It, oh. That one's a little bit of a stretch because it's clearly. I mean, it's, it's like, just a Lonely Island sketch. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's like an SNL yeah. sketch built in, but it's actually serving as an actual hey, song in the, the movie. The song was made for the movie. It does not exist outside. That's right. Right, right. So, anyway, there you have it Tinsel <laughs> Tunes. Tinsel Tunes. Well done. Well yes. done, sir. Yeah. Right. Excellent, excellent, Good stuff. man. We got to do a round two because I have about three more Christopher guest clips queued uh, yeah, up, ready to go. <laughs> yeah, okay. those are. Those, we didn't play anything from my, from a mighty wind. Yeah, that's that. There's got to be other ones. We'll think of stuff. That, that, oh, was, yeah. that was a good one. That was a good one, Greg. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome, guys. Well, Johnny Nebraska, I have a big announcement. What? I have a big announcement. Wow. I uh, found out the other day. Okay. That Winamp. What? Win amp. Win amp. The music player 
yeah, that I've, we I've all grew up with, with yeah. has fir- just been re-released and what? updated. <laughs> its cool. last update. Its last update was in uh, November 2010. That's right. <laughs> that sounds right. Just, I mean, that makes sense. Yes, and it has just received a new update, <laughs> which no one was asking for and no one was expecting. It's called Winamp 5.9, build 99999. Can't get higher than that. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you go up an integer. Ugh. And I just, I couldn't, I lost my mind. I was like, first of all, I haven't thought about Winamp in a really long time. <laughs> Second of all, why? that's all I thought about for a really long time when I was younger. Uh huh. Third of all, why are they still releasing why? Winamp? That's my, that's my big question, why? <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I don't have an exact answer for you on that. Well, can you, clarif- answer can you clarify what Winamp is for those that... I absolutely can. Thank you. Um, if you were born around the time when we were... 80s. Let's say 1979 to about 1983. You're absolutely going to know what Winamp is because about the time whenever music files starting be, started to be available and mm-hmm. downloadable on the internet, mm-hmm. you needed a way to play them yes. on your computer. And... Windows Media Player was not the answer no, whatsoever. No. Nope. I have no idea what Mac had, but it was probably the same basic Quick time probably. Yeah, right. So along came a little, uh, around 1997, 1998 came this really lean, quickly downloadable like even over dial-up modems. It was it free. was it was less than 3 megs I think that initial download because I remember I would keep it on a floppy. Sure, why not? Yeah. That's what you did back then. Sure. Mm-hmm. It was called Winamp, and it was free, and everyone used Winamp to play their MP3 files. It was the it was the music player that I used to play my very first MP3 file that yeah. I downloaded, and I'll remember it. I, I remember it as clear as day. Yeah, it was uh, "Change the World" by Eric Clapton. It's the very first mm. MP3 player MP3 file that I remember downloading and playing. Wow, of course, completely legally. Yeah, but, um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> right, <laughs> but. <clears throat> Winamp was developed by these two guys, Justin Frankel and Dmitry Boldrev, and by this company, they formed this company, Nullsoft, while they were still in college. Mm-hmm. And uh, they released it in, initially in 1997, and then it was bought by AOL in 1999 for $80 million. Wow. And mm. the weird thing to me is that AOL never tried to monetize it. Like, it remained free for it throughout weird? its entire product development. I mean, think about AOL. They, they were still, like, shipping CDs to everybody with 2,000 free hours, so they just wanted to get you in their portal. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Winamp remained, you know, the player, really, of choice. I mean, at least for me, really, until iTunes came around. Mm-hmm. And really, the only reason that anybody had, like, a real reason to switch to iTunes, unless you were on Mac, was if you had an iPod. Right. Because so you only, had to sync files the I, back yep, and forth. Yep, only the iPod would talk to Winamp, then as soon as that started happening, Winamp became a less popular choice. And, you know, by 20, 2008, 2010, it really dropped off the map. And I know I wasn't using it anymore. Mm-mm. I don't know. What, what about you guys? I mean, do you guys re- remember using this on your old PCs? I definitely do. I don't remember the first MP3 that I played like you do, but I do remember it being the thing. Uh-huh. You know, for uh, for years, Nick. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, and it had, it had, yeah, it had a lot of features that ended up getting adopted by later music players too. Like, it oh, had sure. like a yeah. visualizer. It had, it had a built-in a really visualizer. Nice EQ. I remember that. Yeah, um, the EQ was interesting yeah. to play with and, for sure. And it was the only one that would reliably, like, if you couldn't get a file to play correctly for whatever reason, because early on, not every, not oh, yeah. all MP3s were created equal. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> and and that sucker, you would have like there was like this a place where you could toss codecs in is that right yeah oh yeah so yeah it was really flexible these, yeah it could it really it, it was almost like a developer for, i know bird clock remembers it too <laughs> <laughs> jesus Pete. i didn't know i didn't know bird clock all right he used the sparrow skin ah yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah canary yellow um the uh yeah so I, I remember i remember it being i remember not being impressed by how it looked because it, you know i don't know it was it was really bare minimal looking um oh, but yeah. it was the oh, only yeah. thing that would consistently play the files that you needed so you just by the fact by de facto you would go to winamp 
Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. It was lightweight. It always worked. It would nearly always play the file, no matter how trashy it was. Mm -hmm. You could skin it, you know, so you could make it look the way you wanted to. Mm -hmm. It had visualizers built in. That kind I guess that's kind of been replaced by VLC nowadays. Did at it least let on you PC. Rip? I don't think it did. I don't mm. think it had a built-in like CD burning feature okay. back in the day. It does that. now. It does now. But I'm happy to say, guys, I downloaded it. Did you? I downloaded it. It looks exactly the same oh, as really? it did back in 1999. It works just as well. And it's also just as kludgy if you want to try to install plugins. Like I spent 20 yeah. minutes this morning, like trying to install a visualizer pro- plugin, and just remembering how awful that process used yeah. to be. Yeah. Oh. So I had a lot of fun playing with it today, and it kind of brought back all these memories. Like how quickly, like once streaming services came around, how quickly the transition happened. At least for me, to go from always listening to music that was stored locally on your machine mm-hmm. to always listening to music that was streamed. Mm-hmm. And it happened for me around maybe 2011, I think, when I first got Mog. Okay. And, um, but just how quick that transition happened. Yeah. You know, it was fun for me today because I do have still a pretty big music library that I never listened to. Mm-hmm. It was fun today to just put it on a super random shuffle and see what came up. Oh, neat. Mm. And I, you know, I worked all day to Winamp and it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fun. Obviously, it's, you don't discover a lot of new music doing things that way, but there's like pros and cons. I mean, do you guys miss anything about listening to It was local really curious. Music? That, that, that article you sent mentions specifically the person writing it still prefers listening yeah. to music as downloaded files. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I, guess, I guess if, you're connectiv- can, if, you're, if you don't have like reliable connectivity... Um, yeah. And so streaming can get that. I mean, that can get really frustrating if you're on a drive and like it starts pausing oh, yeah, the music. Sure. So yeah, that's totally frustrating. But I don't know. It's it feels it's like such a superior experience being able to just stream it, stream whatever song up like a like a a radio station just for you. You can just stream it from wherever um, yeah. any song that's yeah. out there. Um, exactly. Hard to exactly. beat that. Hard to beat that. I would totally agree with you. I although I would say that. Putting in all like all of my songs on my computer in a super shuffle, uh-huh. definitely played some songs that Spotify would have never played for me. Oh, okay. And that's in a good and bad way, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I, like I heard Barry White singing "I Love You Just the Way You Are" mm. um, with that's Stevie not, Wonder, that's not and that was one. that would not pop up Spotify. I can't say it was a it was a great track. <laughs> I can't say where I got that track, but it's it's in there. Yeah, there it was. <laughs> I don't know. I don't did know. It was just a trip down memory lane. It you, was. Did, um, did you listen you know, to Chat Pile? <laughs> chat Pile. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't downloaded that that album. Oh yet. my god. Yeah. Well, and that, you know what? That's the other crazy thing. I remember for a couple years because I was so entrenched in the idea of needing to have the files myself for it to be music that I possessed. Yeah. That you would that you would do the whole buy it, burn it, rip it. Do you remember? Do you remember doing that? That was like mm-hmm. there was a phase where I would I don't know I don't know you would maybe. you actually buy the physical CD and eh, then eh, yeah, yeah. Or, or, or basically <laughs> if anybody if anybody acquired it legally and then yeah. burned their copy onto a CD they, okay now you got a rippable CD oh sure so you can get it added back to your library so it can oh, put, yeah. go on that external hard drive that that you know holds every track ever well it um, was such a big part of like for me like computer experience was making sure I had enough stinking hard drive space to keep I, all my music I don't think I have to yeah I don't know maybe I'd, collecting music was something I took very seriously yes um, yes so yes I, <laughs> I listeners have, Nick Klein I have a binder basically the hoarder of mp3s back in 2000 oh, yes, yeah. if it was available I would download it and, and then and then I got an early DVD burner where I could I could put <laughs> 4.7 gigs worth of mp3s onto one disc and I've got binders full of them, <laughs> like binders. So it's yeah. I, yeah. Oh, I get it. I get it. I, I yeah. don't miss it though, because it was insanity. Yeah. Yeah. I can't say I really miss it. And anytime you change computers, there is a whole rigmarole oh. and, and trying to keep decide those what you're going to pull over and uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't miss it. Don't Spread miss sheets it. with every song that was on which. Di- oh man, it's hard. <sighs> but anyway, yeah. Winamp still out there. And for anybody, if you got Winamp, I think it started in Winamp 2, version 2.5. As soon as you downloaded it and you opened it, it, will always play, it would always play this 
this musical stinger. Let's hear it. To announce itself. You didn't have any choice. It was play this immediately. So this brought me back too. Because the, the new version still plays this, of course. Oh, of course it does. Win at. Win at. It really whips the llama's ass. <laughs> I mean, they wow. don't make the software like that anymore. Come no. On. No. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I got. Oh, I did have a song, too. I was going to say. I haven't even played a song. That's um, all right. I just wanted to say I, I listened to... Uh, I've been listening to a lot of Derek Trucks and Tedeschi Trucks band lately, yeah. and he was just featured on Corey Wong's excellent podcast, yes, Wong Notes, and that's an excellent listen. And he, of course, points you in a bunch of musical directions that I love, and he pointed me back to a blues musician that I absolutely love, Elmore James, and so I wanted to uh, play one of his tunes. This is a song that everybody knows from the famous Allman Brothers band version. This is Done Somebody Wrong. Nicky boy, what you got for us, buddy? Hey, guys. All right. This is a big one. Um, first off, though, let, let me go ahead and let me go ahead and acknowledge um, Lamont Dozier. Yeah. Uh, not somebody I knew much about, but immediately familiar when I read uh, his byline. He just passed at the age of uh, 81. Uh, he and two brothers, Brian and Eddie Holland, wrote just a ton of popular um, of singles that reached the pop or R&B charts. Uh, including this one that I want to play. Um, this is this is a classic by the Supremes. You can't hurry love. Let's give this a listen. I need love, love to ease my mind. I need to find, find someone to call mine. That, of course, is Diana Ross, Cindy Birdsong, and Mary Wilson from the the Supremes. But, um, yeah, this guy, holy cow. Let me see here. So he wrote Heat Wave by Jimmy Mack. or Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Heat Wave and Jimmy Mack uh, for the Vandellas. uh, Bernadette and I Can't Help Myself for the Four Tops. That song and Baby Love for the Supremes. Mm. Between 63 and 72, that team of Dozier, Holland, and Holland were responsible for more than 80 singles that hit the top 40 of the pop R&B charts including 15 number ones <laughs> and that nine-year stretch. So, God damn. man. Winners. Wow. Man. 
That's crazy. So, Mr. Dozier, thank you so much for yes. all the beautiful, wonderful music, um, and and you will be missed, and we will continue to celebrate you with your with all these beautiful songs you wrote. Absolutely. Um, my topic today is a is a tough one. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a good it one. Man. Touches on so many things, and I don't. I I still right now don't know how big <laughs> to make this thing. I I, I kind of just I kind of want to get a sense of real quick off the gate out of the gate how important to each of you do you feel a band's bio or the or the story of the band is to your appreciation of the music they they produce i think it's incredibly incredibly important the bio the story of the band okay the story of the band hmm yeah their bio yeah i would say uh that's almost it's not the face of the band it's not the it's not the first thing i look at but let's just say it's the it's the next thing i look at but it, but, but <laughs> you, you listen to some music right you listen to some music and if especially if it hits you you want to know more about this group absolutely. right absolutely yeah yes you're right and you start digging in like who are these people how they meet what what's their process like give me give me i need a story i want <clears throat> i want a story so i can feel a connection to the people behind the songs that i'm emotionally connecting to yeah and absolutely. then there's always th those there are some bands where it's, suddenly it's like, oh, I can't find out anything about these guys, and that, yeah. like, you know, and that's that's something that you know, pink bands like Pink Floyd and Tool, mm -hmm. that's like the technique is like you actually couldn't find out stuff about them, and then you yeah, win the, the album, and there's, no, there's no pictures of them, you know, and yeah. you're like, wait, who are these guys? Like, why? Well, I, why I, are they so, hiding? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I so rarely talk. I mean, wh what I do outside of this podcast for money is 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 basically <laughs> it's marketing, but it's it's storytelling. It is really what it comes down to. So yeah, yeah. I couldn't agree more. It's absolutely. It's very important. Not not that it needs to be created or that it needs to be more than it actually is, but that 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 you can find that story of that band so you can yeah. And again. it's really important to tell it in a good, meaningful way that can right. get across to people. Right. Cool. All right, great. I'm going to go ahead and put a pause right or time out right there. Okay. And get to the uh, to the crux of my story here or my my segment here. Glancing through new music last week, trying to find, you know, just latest stuff that's out um, so I can get some stuff for to bring to the show and also this just become part of my weekly routine. And I see a new album by a band called Delicate Steve. Delicate Steve. Delicate Steve. Okay. And without listening to it, I needed to know what... <laughs> What the hell is the deal with Delicate Steve? Like, what is sure. who names their band Delicate Steve? Right. So, uh, so I some I, guy named I, Steve I, probably. I, 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 <laughs> well, that's Steve. the first question. Right. Yes. Jay and I participate. Jay and I, our first band together, was right. called Steve Never Came. Steve Never Came. Right. We had right. nobody named Steve in the band because he right. didn't show up. He didn't show uh, up. Nope. I see. He never. We kept trying, um, and so much so that we were just like, screw it. That's the band name. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> So Delicate Steve, it's got to be a story behind this name. I put the album on, and then I go hunting on Google. And the first story I come across is... So the music was was interesting enough for you to uh, want to go searching? I mean, I, I literally hit play. I'm a few seconds in. Okay. It, why, don't, why don't you go... Well, here, let's, 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 let's have this experience shared. Can, we, can okay. we listen to the opening track off the new album, After Hours? Sure thing. Okay. No, I was not impressed. 
<laughs> I, but I was more intrigued. Okay. So, I, so I, the I, name was enough to. Uh, oh, hundred percent. To send you on the hunt. Okay. Delicate cool. Steve. What <laughs> is this? Like an overly sensitive person that's decided to go ahead and just put that out there, and or like, yeah. is is it a joke? That's that's obviously that's my that is what I need to figure out. Is this a joke? Okay. Right. Because because this, that was the joke? music. It's instrumental. <laughs> it's it's relaxed instrumental, very guitar heavy music. Okay. Okay. Called Delicate Steve. Google it. First uh, o- first article that pops up is this is is titled Everything You Know About This Band Is Wrong. <laughs> this is by NPR. This is from All right. this is from April twentieth, two thousand eleven. So it's oh, eleven wow. years now. Okay. And uh, and I'll I'll put a, b- a bookmark and just say and I'm talking about it right now. So yeah. the whole premise for my whole story here, whole premise for my segment maybe maybe it, uh, a bunk. Everything you know about this band is wrong, is a story written by uh, an NPR uh, uh, writer named Franny Kelly, um, talking about how working at the desk uh, they get tons of emails every day from publicists, imploring them to listen to their band's music, and that. It's it, it just it's part of her daily job is just sure. getting all the sifting through it, too many to actually to ever give uh, an ear to, but she got this one email from a publicist and started to look through it because she'd recognized the band's name uh, because it is kind of a memorable name, and, and recalled that it was all instrumental and it's called Delicate Steve, uh, and the title of this of the opening in the in the email was. The critics unilaterally concur. Delicate Steve is a band who creates music. <laughs> okay. Okay. And so she was like, uh, okay, this is, this is weird. She goes on a hunt to figure out what the deal is with this whole thing. Because as she's reading through this press release, which, which I'd love to hear what you guys thought of this, because this, this is why I brought all of this up. It is a hilarious, absurd, uh, uh, I don't know. Think piece. I don't know what the hell it's called. <laughs> uh, did, what did you What did you think about this press release? Um, can I get Can I get some some thoughts? Oh, or should I read man. a piece? What do you What do you think I should do at this point? I, I mean, I can't. I think really you need to read, say. I think you need to read a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Newton, New Jersey. Every thirty or forty or five hundred years, the DNA of culture itself emerges from the translucent blackness of the not so shallow underground. Mm-hmm. You hear a new band and you think, this is really something. This is this is like my bloody Valentine minus the guitars. <laughs> but then you think, no, that's not true. That's not what this is like at all. Plus, there's lots of guitars here. I'm a goddamn idiot. <laughs> you walk away, but now it's too late. Now you start to wonder what makes this music so deeply arresting. It goes on and on and on. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't I, it's so long. This whole thing is so long. Yeah. Uh, it culminates, culminates, and then the, 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 the opening sentence, the actual opening sentence is, Sentence is, "Welcome to the workaday world of Delicate Steve." <laughs> <laughs> like a hydroelectric Mothra rising from the ashes of an African villain village burned to the ground by post-rock minotaurs, <laughs> the music of Delicate Steve will literally make you the happiest person who has never lived. Who has never lived. <laughs> 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 That's pretty it goes good. on. It goes on for oh, I have it's... no idea how many words. It is. It is a beautiful. Beautifully written uh, biography. Um, it is. It is, and I can't really comment on it without knowing the author. So without having the author revealed, frankly. So in this, in this, in this, in this, uh, in Franny's digging, she gets to a point where, in this article, it mentions how these guys got signed. The press release says the band was discovered by by Bop's A and R man, Wills Glassbeagle. I know that guy, and he is not Luwaka Bop's A&R man. When I asked Wills what was going on, he told me the, the whole bio is fake, and that it was concocted by the music writer Chuck Klosterman. Chuck Klosterman. Oh, Chuck Klosterman. <laughs> and what it turns out is, is that it turns out the whole thing wasn't Klosterman's idea, or Steve, De- from Delicate Steve, Steve Marion, but actually the brainchild of Yale Evelev, who runs the label Luwaka Bop. Uh. So this guy says, and I thought, since I'm really tired of writing bios for bands, wouldn't it be great to tell Chuck just to write whatever the hell he wanted to as a bio for the band? So I wrote him an email and I said, Chuck, would you do a bio for Delicate Steve? You don't have to talk to the band. You don't even have to hear the record. He wrote back, 
I don't do bios. <laughs> and then two minutes later, he wrote back again, wait a minute, you mean I don't have to listen to the band or talk, listen, uh, talk to the band or listen to the record? That's awesome. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty funny. Well, so the reason I couldn't give my reaction okay. until you mentioned the name of the author is because like once you read it and you know if you know if you've ever read Chuck Chuck Klosterman before, yes. it's so Chuck Klosterman. Yeah. Like it is so Chuck Klosterman. I can't even it's just all the pop culture references, yep. like the widely disparate and the way that he writes is just all over this thing. And yeah. I, I'd like to think that I would have been able to like pick that out. At the very least, I think it would have sounded familiar. Like, mm-hmm. oh man, I I feel like Whoever writes this guy's this. ripping off somebody that I know or yeah. something like that. Like but yeah, once I knew it was Chuck Klosterman, I was like, oh, yeah, of course, this is exactly the way he writes. It's great. It's freaking brilliant. It's it is brilliant. so good. And I will definitely link to this in the show notes because even if you don't read the article, just skip down to the bottom and read the press release because it is it's, it is just wonderful, absurd, hilarious prose. Uh, he goes into individual band bios. Jay, give me something. What do you got? The one person. Those studio sessions led to Wonder Visions, the indescribable 12-track, indescribable, of uh-huh. course, 12-track, instrumental debut that reconstructs influences as diverse as Yes, Vampire Weekend, The Fall, Ravi Shankar, 10CC, <laughs> The Orbital, Jan Hammer, the first half of OK Computer, yeah. the second act of The Wizard <laughs> of Oz, and the final pages of Jonathan Franzen's Freedom. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just that you wrote this without ever hearing the music yeah, yeah, yeah. or knowing anything about this band. Yeah, so awesome. not, none at all. None at all. Ugh. Um, great stuff. And, and the funny thing is that in this in this piece, <laughs> raised on a steady diet of Stuart Copeland, Neil Peart, and economic desperation, is the drummer. <laughs> yep, the drummer. <laughs> the drummer's personal goal is the political liberation of Quebec. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, stuff. The NPR <clears throat> writer, they kind of take issue with this, and saying like, "Look, oh, they push back." The, the writer's just saying. Look, the story matters a lot, and and understanding like what the story behind the band is that really does matter because that that's what helps us make those emotional connections. You don't you don't listen if you don't know like the story behind. Actually, no, I was thinking about this on the drive in. There's so many albums where the story behind it gives it so much more. It makes it enriching, and I think sure. one for me that 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 I think the Cone concert is brilliant. But knowing all the that Keith Jarrett went through. Leading yeah. up to that, and 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 that he just, you know, he sat down with a piano that wasn't even working properly, and like just just did that freaking concert. Yeah. Is, makes that such a cool for me. It just it's like I, I immediately want to go back and listen to it all again. Yeah. Uh, just to just to hear that and just it's just so much more enriching that way. Right. Um, and the reality is, delicate Steve. Is a, he's he's a dude from New Jersey, who plays the guitar, uh, right? And he's got some friends, and he made a band, and there's I'm sure there's a story there. Um, yeah, they kind of he's since said that this was like a, that this was meant to be a joke and to say that like bios are useless, um, which I wholeheartedly disagree with. Um, yeah. So for that reason, I, like I don't agree if, if that truly was the the idea and not just a really funny gag which I, I would rather just be a funny gag because it worked and we're talking about it 11 years after it was written right that to me is reason enough for it to have been that thing you don't have to pretend like there's this like subtle dig at the idea of of constructing a, a story behind the band that that I don't know I, that, you, that, that, that you don't have to make it a commentary on yes on, thank on, you. on bios yeah is that yeah. what you mean that, that yeah. is what I mean um, yeah. So that's why I wanted to ask ahead, ahead, if uh, it, how, what you guys felt about about band bios, because well, I think it's really fascinating. Like, I, it's something I th- I do think about a lot, believe it or not, and I try to like. I it, it's really interesting to me whenever you guys bring me a band that I've never heard of before. I like to try to listen to them the first time mm-hmm. without pulling up the Wikipedia page, because mm-hmm. I inevitably want to do that. Yeah. That's where my brain goes. I need to know. What I'm, what I'm listening to, really. Where are they from? How old are they? Those but are I also realized that that can color my judgment yes. of what I'm listening to. 100%. So, like the musical purist in me wants to be able to listen to it and get a reaction unfiltered. 
from that. But it it always is the case that if I like it at all, and even if I don't like it, I got to find everything out about this band and, right. and learn the story because that's what really <clears throat> that's what really makes them human and makes the whole connection. Thank you. Yeah. Real. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Indeed. Couldn't agree more. Anyway, ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely yeah, ridiculous and hilarious and so Brilliant. so fun to read. Um, that I, I had to share it and figure out how to make a segment out of it. Yeah, man. In an alternate universe, I'm off writing books like Chuck Klosterman. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what I always wanted to do. Well, first while. thing, first step, pen to paper, man. Pen to paper. I know, first, that's, the, first, first that's step, the trick. First step, po- uh, podcast. <laughs> well, here we are. Yeah, next step, pen to paper. There you go. All right, well, in the meantime, um, this has been fantastic. This has been a lot of fun. Yes, it has. Let us hope that the rest of season four is every bit as enjoyable. I, I, I expect it will be. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in the meantime, if you'd like to get in touch with us, mm-hmm. we would love to hear from you. Genuinely. We'd love to hear your thoughts. We'd love to hear your names. We'd love to have you on the podcast. Yeah. Absolutely. Totally would. So, this yeah. is an open door situation. If you guys want to come in, tell us about music that you're loving, we would love to hear from you. Let's so, do Greg... It. If anybody was interested in doing such a thing, how would they get in touch with us? Well, you'd find us online at youshouldcheckitout.com. Send us an email at ysciopodcast at gmail.com. You'd find us on social media, Facebook and Instagram. You should check it out. On Twitter, our handle is at shouldcheck. You can listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, wherever podcasts are heard. Leave us a review, and as always, tell a friend, you should check it out. Excellent. And it should be noted that Winamp does have a podcast plug-in. Oh, does perfect. It available. Yeah. So you could listen to us on Winamp. I haven't okay. tested the, the functionality yet. But, okay. Uh, hmm. <laughs> report right. back next week. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Report back next week. <laughs> Season four off to a bang, boys. There we go. It's been a blast. Sure is. Awesome. Greg, glad, glad to have you back. Thank you. Yeah. Nick, good to see your face, buddy. You too, man. Yeah, man. Both of you. Yep. All right. Heck yes. We'll see you back here next week. Beautiful. Yep. All right, Peace. boys. Peace. See you.